to clubs at the closing stretch. Well, this week it's the big one, the crazy one on the PGA Tour, and I can attest to that because I'm here in Phoenix, the WM Phoenix Open. I'm Diane Knox Bayless, and um, well, the Campbell brothers are a little bit jealous of me and my uh, shenanigans this week. <laughs> Not at all, Diane. Beautiful <laughs> weather here in Wales. <laughs> Don't wish we were there at all. <laughs> I, uh, I'm going to try and sum up this experience for you in a few words, but it's very difficult because I've been to a lot of golf tournaments and I have never seen anything like this in my whole entire life. It is beyond wild. <laughs> like, I, I don't. I would love to know the percentage of people that actually come here to watch golf because you see girls in like dresses for the club and their high heeled boots and it's like where do you think you're going they probably don't step on grass as soon as they get in those hospitality tents <laughs> you were uh, nearby when the, when the hole in one went in I wasn't there for that because no. um, 16 is like obviously the craziest and when you're player family you get to go in like a special little section which is amazing but you kind of have to leave with your player as well so we felt a little bit guilty if we hung around for too long <laughs> so um, yeah we just missed it but the thing about 16 is obviously it's that like stadium coliseum amphitheatre you hear everything so it was very obvious that someone had had an ace because the place erupted like anywhere you were on the property you could hear that <laughs> Brendan Todd was close as well, wasn't he? I know, yeah. And that was not long before. So um, it was funny because it, Russell's playing with Sam Ryder today, so it'll be cool to, oh. to kind of see that. But uh, Garrett, my husband and I were waiting for Russell. He was taking us home last night. So we were sitting in kind of the little player area afterwards and we were watching the video of the ace and we look up and Sam Ryder's standing right in front of us and we're like, well, yeah. this is kind of embarrassing that we're like, oh my gosh. But what a moment, like... A moment in golf that will be played forever. That moment, yeah, hundred percent. Well, hopefully, hopefully, we get another one today. It's just brilliant to watch. Yeah, it really I just is. want to say fair play to you today, Dan, for film. We're filming at five a.m. local time. <laughs> um, so it's a must watch for all the effort you've put in. <laughs> like, do I look like a corpse? My lighting's kind of funny. Everyone's still asleep, so I'm trying to. But listen, it's it, honestly, you guys need to go to this tournament at some point, though. When people say it's a bucket list tournament, like it, it truly is. But I'm glad it only happens once a year because I don't think I could handle it any more than that. <laughs> Maybe next right. year's closing stretch will be uh, will be there. I know we could have a team event, a team outing. So, well, we have a very stacked leaderboard to talk about. And I mean, looking at it right now, it's very, very hard to call. But Sahith the gala at the top on 14 under so Neil I mean it's not like he ran away with it yesterday he was what two under and um, has a really strong chasing pack yeah well he had a tough start didn't he he made a double bogey on the fourth and uh, to his credit he fought back really well yesterday and um, like you said the chasing pack is incredibly strong um, there's about 11 players within three shots of the lead now and most of them are of top players in the world mm -hmm. Um so yeah, I just think six to one, he's shortened an odds since a halfway. And I, I think he's actually got a, a worse chance now that he's only one ahead of Brooks. Um, so he was in the same position at the Sanderson Farms in last October. Um, he was leading um, wire to wire, um, but he ended up finishing eighth with a final round 71. I, I just couldn't be going near him at six to one today with the, with the caliber of players behind him. But um, good luck to him. He talked a little bit about how he was he was drained yesterday, um, and it was an exhausting round for him. He was 
he was in the desert about five times. People were picking up his balls. Um, I, he just sounds a bit drained, to be honest. So I wouldn't be going near him from a betting angle today, but good luck yeah. to him. I mean, Duncan, he's been leading since Thursday, really. I mean, and he... Once he settled in yesterday, he was dialed in. And we know, I mean, he's going to be on the PGA Tour for a long time to come. He's only 23 years old and we're already seeing such, you know, off the tee, amazing, elite iron play, great putter. Um, so, yeah. I mean, big things coming. Yeah, he was one of our um, five to watch this year on the PGA Tour. We did an article uh, on our blog at the start of the year. And we highlighted five players who we thought might have a big year. And uh, Sahith was was one of the players that we thought yeah. might go on and post a win. Um, certainly wouldn't be surprised if, if he didn't go on and win, you know, maybe later on in the year. But, you know, I think I'm with Neil in terms of, of where I see him today. Given the quality of challengers behind, it's maybe just a step too far uh, to, to win this one in the crazy, you know, atmosphere that you've spoken about. Yeah. I mean, Brooks Kepka's defending champion here. He's He won here in 2015, was it, for his first win on the tour? Won last year. It was between him and Xander Shoffley last year and the two of them really in the mix. But, I mean, it's kind of scary to go against Brooks because we know he's such a good closer, especially when it comes to big tournaments. And this, to him, is a big tournament. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> last, last year was quite a memorable one for us, Dan, because we, we tipped up Brooks at um, 35 to 1. Okay. And so he kind of got our year, he kick-started our year. Um, so, yeah, one back. Um, his his approach play was a bit off yesterday. He was quite reliant on the putter. Um, so whether he can keep that up, um, I'm not sure. Um, he's he's the market favourite, um, just about five to two, I think he is. And um, it's, it's short considering, the, you know, you've got the Cantleys and Xanders close by, even Hideki free back. Um it's just a little bit too short for how, how his iron players for us. Yeah. Okay, Duncan. So who are you looking at then from this elite chasing pack? So it's a little bit further down, actually. It's um, Garrett Kiggo uh, is the one that we like a little bit further down. Um, you know, obviously, like you're looking at Kepka and, you know, Scheffler, Cantley. They've all got they've all got a strong shout. You know, Scotty Scheffler was was excellent yesterday, wasn't he? It seemed like every every time he was shaving the hole with a birdie putt. Um, when he gets on those rolls, he just looks like he can shoot fifty nine every single time, doesn't he? You know, he's just almost mm-hmm. unstoppable. Um, but but you know, um, Scotty is is pretty low in our pressure performance rankings. Uh, you know, he had that poor outing in um, Houston at the end of last year. We led going into the final round and, and let it slip. Um, and, and so we were happy to kind of overlook Scotty um, and, and then Patrick Cantley. You know, he's obviously got a shout, but you know he's, he's just not quite taking his opportunities the last couple of times in contention, is he? Um, so, so I think we're uh, we decided to look a little bit further down the leaderboard for a potential a potential uh, winner. And I'll, I'll let Neil outline the chances for for Garrett Higgo. Yeah, well, before we go on to Higgo, um, we're we're in a great position already because um, we tipped up um, Adam Hadwin pre-event. Mm-hmm. So great odds on him, 160 to 1. Um, he had a strong start yesterday. We were getting a bit excited. Um, <laughs> tailed off a little bit, but then finished again with two birdies in his last few holes. So he's got a great chance today. Um, mm-hmm. As does Max Homer. Um, we tipped him up after the first round. He was available at 100 to 1 after the first round, surprisingly. Um, so, yeah, he's right in the mix as well. Homer's won twice in the last year or so. He's one mm-hmm. of the, you know, we've got to regard him as one of the top closers on tour at the moment. Um, so we're really hopeful one of them two is going to make a good move today. Uh, but we just want to add Garrick Higgle to the to the squad today of the chasing pack. 
Uh, he's available at 80 to 1. And what I like about him is, firstly, his tee to green game has been outstanding um, the last two days. He's picked up more than three shots each day. And secondly, he's a winner. He does. He, he's, he's either in the mix or he's nowhere. But when he is in the mix, he gets it done. Yeah. Um, he came from six back to beat Chase and Hadley um, last year to get his first PGA Tour title. So he's come back. Uh, he's won from well off the base already. And obviously he won that two times on the DP World Tour last year as well. So at 80 to one and, you know, oh, it's, it's worth a small play. He's only four back. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're happy to chance him. Okay, I like it. It's funny because a lot of the guys we're talking about, I know we're not in California. I mean, we're, we're close enough. This is part of the West Coast swing, so to speak. But, you know, you see guys that really play well out here and a lot of them are from here. I mean, you look at Xander. He lives in San Diego. Max Homa, California guy, won at Riviera last year, which is coming up next week. Thagala, a Cali guy, Patrick Cantley. So it's, it's never a surprise when you've got an event on this part of the tour schedule and the guys that are really contending are the guys that are from this part of the US. Yeah, absolutely. It just seems to be the same faces that pop up time mm-hmm. after time, doesn't it? Um, especially here, you know, course, course form here is incredibly um, reliable as an indicator as to who's going to pop up again. Um, you know, Brooks is just an absolute monster roundabout here. I, I, and it wouldn't be a surprise if he, if he did win it again. But yeah, if you pick the West Coast guys for the West Coast, you're not going far wrong, are you? Yeah, exactly. Right, okay. So anyone else we're looking at today? No, so that's pretty much the squad. So it's Team Homer, Hadwin and Higo. Oh, the Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it's just it's just the hard it's, it's probably the hard, I wrote this in the blog today it's like the hardest leaderboard to call I think we'll see it all year we've got so many top players right in contention um, I think there's, there's a doubt over where Xander potentially might pull out if he gets a, a positive COVID test and mm-hmm. he had, his caddy had a positive was it his caddy? yeah uh-huh. yeah so you know that could I could make things interesting as well. But it's just going to be so much drama today. I can't, I can't wait to watch this. I mean, talking of the drama, Xander might have some scar tissue from the drama on 17 last year when he dunked it in the water. I mean, those 16 is like high pressure. Everyone knows that because, I mean, I think it was playing as the third hardest hole this week already. And you've just got everything going on. But then 17 and 18 are really difficult holes because the water is threatening, especially on 17, drivable par four, that water all up the left. And we saw him dunk it and throw it away last year. Kepka chipped in for Eagles. So, as you say, that, there's always going to be drama. I think the thing, that's the thing, isn't it? There's a lot of quality players up there, but there's a few players that are quality, but also have question marks, you know, next to their name in terms of, of can they get the job done? You know, like Scheffler and, and Shoffley have both had uh, their disappointments on Sundays, and they probably both should have won more than they have. You know, yeah. like considering the talent that both of them have got, the, the, the poor Sundays that they've had, you know, Scheffler hasn't even won yet. And Xander's thrown away numerous chances of winning. Um, like there's guys up there who've got all the talent in the world, but just seem to struggle on a Sunday. And, and even like you can throw like Brooks for, for the last couple of times hasn't been that strong on a Sunday. You know, he, he was uh, out of sorts at the hero when he was, I think he was second place going into the final round. And he had a disaster of a final round. And I know that's, you know, a Mickey Mouse event compared to this, um, but but you know, like these guys are, are, are prone. We're not prone, but they are capable of a dodgy Sunday. So yeah. you never know. One of those guys that eleven under or even ten under could just shoot a low one and and, and blitz it. 
For sure. Right, okay, what about the closing stretch parlay? So they're out in three balls um, again today. So we've got two selections, uh, probably no surprise given given what we've spoke about so far. So the first one is Brooks Kepka, uh, and he's obviously up against the Gala and Scheffler. Um, the the uh, we, we've spoken about Scheffler and Figala possibly uh, struggling uh, under the Sunday pressure, and Brooks is obviously you know Mister Sunday, uh, especially in in Scottsdale. Um, so Brooks was an easy selection uh, at six to four, and then we've also got Garrett Kigo, uh, and Garrett Kigo is actually up against one of our one of our one of our selections, uh, Adam Hadwin. Oh. Um, so obviously we 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 want them both to do well. Um, and Higo's strong play, obviously off the tee and with his approach, has been um, has been excellent this week. Um, so we, we think that Higo might just get the uh, the better of Hadwin and Norin. Um, okay. Obviously, Hadwin would be good if we can um, post a, a top five finish. Um, but we think that Higo might just have the better of him given his strong uh, finishes on a Sunday. Okay. And what what odds are we getting for the parlay then? So we're getting just under eight to one on the double. Okay. Uh, so okay. around 17 to 2 for the double okay great right guys well thank you very much I will go and um, report back apparently Sunday is the calmest day of the week so I'm actually quite excited for it to be a little bit quieter there today I don't think it's going to be all that quiet but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> struggle to believe that Diane <laughs> I know. And the Super Bowl tonight too. So everyone wants to get finished, get away from the course and then get to enjoy the Super Bowl somewhere. So it's a real elite day in sport here in the US. And then, well, next week we have one of these elevated events with the Genesis Invitational at Riviera Tigers event. So off to LA, all the glitz and glam of Hollywood and we'll be back with the show next Sunday. 